Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Welcome to the show, Michelle Bryant. Hi. It's been um, very exciting. We've tried three times to get you on the show and our computer tech has just failed us. I don't know if it's my end or your end, but let's see if this works for us today. Third time lucky, as they say. (laughs) So we met back in September last year, so September 2019. And I think in a short period of time, we've, we've actually been to quite a few meetings together and that's in the property space. That's right. Yes, we have. We've always um, ended up having quite a lot to, to say to each other and a couple of um, cheeky wines. Yeah, indeed. And um, so we started out, we, we met at a fantastic event, which was organised by the, the founders of the Property Sisters, Ruth Hobbs and Claire Norwood and Carolina Adamczyk. And they set up that first meeting back in September at the Oxford Tower. And that's where I, I met you, as well as many other people who have since become super friends and the network that we've had there has been incredible I know you get a huge amount from it as well absolutely it's actually really hard to believe that was really only six months ago and it couldn't have been any better timed really because the network and the support is um it's I've not seen anything like it it's um, incredible it's really gathered quite a lot of momentum and, and especially now that we're in uh, in lockdown we're recording this in in early April so it's likely that this will come out in May but this particular podcast but where we are right now we, we're having weekly um, catch-ups physically or virtually on on the zoom but we're having hundreds and hundreds of daily messages between us of of support and I think the level of positivity has been incredible and um, really useful to lift up spirits and just focus on the positive things and there are a lot absolutely it, there's um it's just quite phenomenal you pick up your phone and so much has been going on and uh, there's always someone that gets something out of um every little response and um it's just great to be able to help help people and um, you never know when that could be you that needs that uh, support or answer oh definitely so community and network is something that's that's really important to you absolutely absolutely I mean up until um you know the last few weeks I spend an awful lot of my evenings networking and um and I I just love it and I, I love building those relationships and um and and you become friends with a lot of people as well. And and also when I go back to New Zealand for a, sort of like an extended break, it's so I really look forward to seeing those people again that I've met and formed those relationships with. So it's it's very important to me. And you you've mentioned before when we've spoken about how you're great at introducing people, and I've certainly been on the receiving end of being introduced to people, you know, by you, which has been really good. And in fact, it crowdfunding we've we've since lent um used our SAS SAS pension money in various deals because of the the introductions that you've made so that's been very um, useful for us excellent yeah it's um the whole SAS community has been another huge game changer it really only um 
again, it's hard to believe that really only came about a year ago. Mark Stokes set up the Alliance and um, it was perfect timing, actually, because I think a lot of people were quite stuck with what they were doing with their sasses and they had... Um, quite in some cases, you know, a bit of money sitting around not really being utilised. And that community, um, the Facebook Alliance Group, and obviously the the evening meetings, which are now happening around the country, has um, completely been a game changer for a lot of people. And um, being able to talk about what strategies you do and and connecting with other people who want to try that as well, um, it's, it's lovely being able to help and connect people to be proactive. And you've been quite vocal in, in that arena in in terms of speaking engagements for the SAS Alliance yeah I've done I've done a little bit of um of speaking here and there I've been to one of the regional meetings I went to the rugby one back in in um the latter part of last year did you get the opportunity um, to speak about rugby at the rugby one well, actually, funnily enough, it was just after the um the World Cup final, and obviously a lot of people um may have been expecting it to have um been won by um the the English team so it was um quite good timing going back to to um to rugby obviously the the home of um rugby and it coincided with the date that um Jonah Lomu passed away his anniversary so um I did make reference to that my in my little um opener he was a phenomenal uh, player wasn't he he was absolutely amazing to watch yeah he was um quite phenomenal there'll never be another Another rugby player like him, I don't think, in our lifetime, that's for sure. No, well, so you're a big All Blacks fan. How much do you miss sort of being able to watch them? Or do you go to Twickenham and watch the, the rugby? Oh, absolutely. I, I try to go to the big games. I was um, very fortunate um, when the World Cup was, um, well, the last World Cup, which obviously was at Twickenham. Yeah, the talk last, about that. Uh, final. Yeah. I was very <laughs> Very fortunate enough to um, have um, got a ticket to go and to see a lot of legends retire on a on a on a win. And um, I've actually met Jonah Lomu just a few days before, which um, was yeah very close to um, the end of his life. And um, yeah, it was um, amazing. So I don't think I'll ever top that as as far as a game. But um, yes, we'll always support the All Blacks no matter where I live. Incredible. So rugby is one of your passions and and connecting people and introducing them in and getting win-win scenarios is something that's very important to you. And you've got a, a really strong connection of, of friends and family here and at home or, or whichever home you choose to, to call <laughs> New Zealand or yes. England. Oh, well, London is home. It's been home for more than half my life, but um, I think New Zealand will always be home. So, yes, I do love to go back to New Zealand uh, for quite an extended time over, over New Zealand summer and make the Northern Hemisphere winter shorter. And, yeah, it's always been very important to me because um, I used to get quite, um, I used to get quite sort of, I don't know whether the word frustrated is right, but uh, when I worked in the city for quite a number of years, I... Um, I always used to find it quite difficult to say I really need that time off over Christmas because I want to go back to be with my family. And I thought, you know, one day I want to be able to be in charge of that. I don't want to have to ask for it. So that was the seed that got planted for me about taking control and not having to to ask to see my parents and my and my family at Christmas time. So that actually started to dictate the whole way that you you worked. You you stopped working for companies and became more of a consultant? Yes, I, I like to be able to pick and choose when I could take holidays. And then um, that sort of led to 
well, do I really want to be in the corporate world forever? I want to have more flexibility around my work. So I discovered the, the rich dad education and I'd always had a passion for property. I, um, I was never big on commuting and um, I found a property um, that was being developed very close to my office near Liverpool Street. And I actually went and viewed the site in my lunch hour and reserved an apartment, which is where I still live today. So I, so I bought a property off plan and um, got quite um, a lot of experience around um, working with developers and um, little shortcuts and things that you can sometimes see happening. So I learned an awful lot from that. And then on one of my trips back to New Zealand, I did actually buy some coastal property. And from there, I sort of, after I, after I did my formal educational property training, started to take action and buy a few buy-to-lets. And that's great. And so where, where did you buy then? Was it sort of out of town or was it in London? East London. So <laughs> further east of where I reside, I really love regeneration areas. And obviously, um, back in 2013-14, when I started doing this, uh, the Crossrail train line was not supposed to be that far away. And obviously, we know that's been delayed and now it's obviously completely halted from what I believe. So um, regeneration areas, places where there's you know, definitely going to be an uplift and where the dynamics are changing. I've got another little pocket as well in southeast London, which um, is in an area where there's no Starbucks, no Costas. So that's the sort of thing I look for. But the houses have got to be you know quite large you know some of them we needed a bit of work I've stripped back right to the brick but also very close to train stations and with big sunny gardens and I've never had problems getting tenants and um, I don't have a lot of properties and the plan was never to have a lot because again I didn't want to put all my eggs in one basket and and not long after I started doing that obviously there were surprises from the the chancellor with um, stamp duty raises and um, all sorts of tax and regulatory disadvantages to landlords so that was just one of my one of my strategies. You, you seem quite financially independent and, and aware I mean it doesn't surprise me because your your background is in which field? Chartered accounting which I still um, I still keep my qualification and do my CPD every year because I think for me it's part of my brand um, it gives me a bit of credibility when I'm looking at financials and um, yes so I worked as a chartered accountant for many years and that's led me into the project management route because a lot of the banks I worked for ended up merging and um, buying each other out this was quite a number of years ago so I got into the project management side and with my accountancy experience that was quite unique because not a lot of project managers are are numbers and um, accounting people so that's where my my path led me and um, yeah I've never been massively passionate about being a, a typical beanie accountant but it's been a great background to leave a job. That's fantastic. So you came to London sort of just start on your own and you, you were planning to live here for a few years or for a long time? Yeah, I basically said goodbye to my friends and family. I said, um, I'm planning to go for four years, but, you know, I might come back next year for a holiday or I'll just see how it goes. And I got on this plane. I still remember all my friends coming to the airport to see me off. And um, I went to New York to visit some friends on the way and had a great time there. Gosh, we tore up the town. (laughs) Um, Arrived in London and, um, yeah, I I got a job quite quickly. And, um, yeah, um, I look back now, I think, gosh, that was quite a big, brave thing to do. 
getting on that plane and, and leaving my everything I knew behind. And my sister was really young and my brother had left home. And it was, um, I just think now that it was quite brave. That's brilliant. I think you've always had that sort of fierce independent streak in you because you to be that confident at that age and just up sticks and then and move to another city and create the entire life that you, you have done is, is incredible. And the driver for you is clearly being in control of your own time and, and having that independence. And, but what is your why? Well, my why is to definitely, to have freedom. I think it's just so important to be in charge of your time. So to me, yeah, my why is, is, is just to not feel trapped. It's to, to be able to just jump on a plane and, and to be with my family and my friends. And um, if I need to work and log on from, you know, wherever I go, um, to be able to do that so to be able to work remotely and just just be flexible and make the most of of, um, of life while you're healthy and um, you know we all know how quickly the years are going by I mean we're in Q2 already and this is a bit of a peculiar year so everyone's doing their goals at a different speed and some things are you know are, are working um, well for people um, they've had to think out of the box and do different things so I just think you've got to make the most of it and um yeah some people um you know it's not it's not for everyone but um i to me it's important you strike me as sort of person that doesn't say um well says yes to opportunities and doesn't say no to things is that the case yeah i think you do have to be careful what you say no to um and obviously you don't want to say yes to everything but um i do think yeah, I just think life's too short. You, you just think, you just don't know what something could lead to. I mean, I'm just a little weekend away many years ago on a train. I ended up talking to someone and I ended up being an auditioned for Ready Steady Cook and getting on the show and winning it. I mean, it was an amazing experience. And um, just just little things, you just never know, um, you know, who you could meet, um, what it could lead to, what opportunity, who knows who. It's just, you've got to be very careful what you say no to. For sure. And so, so you're, you're very competent in your investing side, in your, in your awareness of how to build a portfolio. Uh, was that an easy thing to do to build a portfolio? Was it, when was it back in 2013? Building a portfolio was not actually very easy. It was just um, not long after the Olympics that I really started to take action. And there were so little properties for sale of the, the, houses and and the ones that I the type of properties I was I was looking for and um one of the very first properties that I that I tried to buy I um actually got gazumped on exchange date and um there was a little bit of a price rally and I put another offer in and then it um it just wasn't meant to be and I look back now and I think yeah that wasn't meant to be and that led me to buying another one and another one you know I bought quite a few properties quite quickly and um you know most of them I it was to buy to hold, but I did a little bit of flipping. But it was um, it was actually hard. I mean, I was getting valuations done, and I still had people chasing those houses. And whenever you know a property came up, I was very lucky. I I had some real estate agents that um, called me. I literally got my name in their, in their little black book. And um, yeah, just hearing hearing about people who were you know trying to trying to still steal those deals off me. It was um, it was incredible. I think that's um, 
potentially the reason why I, I've still still got them. I had to fight like hell to get them. Well, well done, because I mean, there were, there were opportunities for you in not having to consult anyone. You could make decisions on your own. Yeah, um, I've never had a JV partner, and I've always been able to make decisions quite quickly because I haven't had to, you know, take time out to to ask someone else and do figures over the phone or face to face with with a partner, a business partner. So yeah, it made me. Um, I was able to act, you know, more spontaneously and quicker, which mean I, meant I didn't miss out on any any deals, which I, I could have done if I'd, in some cases, uh, not said yes on the spot. So what would your sort of advice be? I mean, I know that you've said that this isn't the life for everyone to to be as brave as you have and sort of have the flexibility of not having the nine to five job. Um, but what would your advice be to people? My advice to people would be just always be curious and always always try and learn something new every day. I, I mean, I'm forever writing things down. I think, oh, gosh, I don't know what that means. I must look that up. Or if somebody says um, the name of a book that they love, I think, oh, I need to know about that. Um, just always, always embrace learning something new. And, um, you know, if, if you get invited to a party or to an event, if you get that feeling, you think, yeah, maybe I really should go to that because you think, gosh, I don't go. I wonder what I'll miss. And I just think you've really, I mean, obviously you can't go out in London. You could back in the day back in the, the day not so long ago you could go out every night you could have five clashes in your diary I just think it's um yeah you've really got to make the most of things because one person one opportunity could um could really change your life and you just don't know what it might lead to and yeah you just got to go for it fantastic and have there already been any particular inspirations for you or have there been any books that you have inspired you to take charge or take control or change up your life well I get um, asked about my books and my reading quite often but I think the book that really stands out for me and it's a really well-known book and it's um I'm one I'm sure it's one I'm sure you've read The Slight Edge oh yeah that's to awesome. me that, yeah it sums up everything it's um it sort of just reinforces what I just said it's like it's those little things that you can do that can make a difference because there are easy things not to do as well and um, just never giving up and just those little things those little tweaks or little steps you make um, all of a sudden you realize oh my gosh they've all added up to a big leap so I think that's um, pretty much my favorite and I I think you could you know read it every few years and still enjoy it and maybe take something new out of it. I totally agree. I think the overriding principle is what's what's uncomfortable today will be comfortable later, and what's comfortable today will be uncomfortable later. And also, just just being uncomfortable as well. I think if you're, if you're never out of your comfort zone, I don't think you've ever really lived. And I just think if you don't push yourself, you just like you'll never know what you're really capable of. Well, I think that's a, a great piece of advice for anybody in, in any circumstances and at, particularly at this time to think outside the box, think outside of your comfort zone, but reach out to your community. I think we, we've we've talked about it several times about the, the nurturing network that we're part of and, and they're there. We're all in the same boat right now. We're all in the same situation and we're, but we've got people who are holding each other up and I you know, we we are here to inspire one another and give each other strength. And I think that's that's all you can do right now is is be there for others and ask others for help. Absolutely, absolutely, and not be afraid to ask 
anything. I mean, some people have got issues with tenants and there's still, you know, a lot of things that we still don't know that are yet to unfold because no one knows how long this is going to go on for. I mean, I don't know what's happening with all my tenants yet. I'm still waiting to um, to hear. I'm sure there'll be some surprises. Just, you know, having to try and um, find out how the most efficient way of dealing with those issues that may come up um, will be. And, and also for those people that are also they've been unwell and they've had to go through this whole shock as well all at the same time so yeah we, we've been um trying to hold each other up it's great so what are the benefits being you mentioned about being you could be spontaneous and make those decisions alone in the property how, how has that affected the way that you've operated it's allowed me to make decisions a lot quicker mm-hmm. um if you know, sometimes you have to you know, think on your feet and you think, you know, if I don't come up with a yes or no to this, I'm going to miss out. So I haven't had to consult someone else or ask permission or um, say, oh, can we afford that? I made that decision. And um, no one can define me. Um, I, yeah, I'm my own boss. It goes back to that Kim Kiyosaki book, doesn't it? The Rich Woman. It's like being financially independent, not relying on a business partner or a um, man in your life for money absolutely and do you think that having that background in chartered accountancy gave you that independence quite early because you took control of your life from a financial perspective I think it's definitely had an impact because I I was very lucky and fortunate I always got um, a lot of opportunities come my way so I I could pick and choose what roles I wanted pretty much and and um, yeah I, I made my own decisions and obviously that's um that's you know reflected in in the rest of my 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 life as well I'm used to making my own decisions about um where I want to invest where I want to buy something what I want to do where I can go on holiday I can do what I like so um yeah that's sort of overspilled into everything oh that makes perfect sense and and so your why is so much so linked not just being in control not just having that independence but having that the 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 flexibility of as you said the the who the why the when the how uh, which is really inspiring for for people especially women who are asserting themselves more and more in the financial environment I still I still see a lot of people who aren't taking control of their own finances and not that's not just women that's you know all sorts of people but in the in the circles that we we have a lot of people are taking control so I forget often that that's not the norm yeah I mean it's amazing it's um I think it's great how the world is changing and um and women are the, the, you know those property sisters are doing yeah I mean you hear all these um stories about um you know tradesmen or estate agents assuming that you know behind every woman there's a there's a man well no it is not always and um it doesn't need to be um so the 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 slightly you know people are getting the message that you know the sisters and the women can do it for themselves absolutely well i know that you're you're one of them and i've got a few others that are coming on the show so there'll be strong in force on on talking about women in in property women in business as well so it's it's great really good stuff i look forward to getting to know them better as well because you're you're very good at um getting people to uh tell their stories so yeah that's going to be that's going to be great oh thank you yeah definitely well watch this space more 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 episodes coming soon (laughs) 
Yeah, and exciting. And it'll be great to hear about all the new ideas that people have come up with since they've had more time to think. Because I know the sisters aren't just sitting there watching Netflix. They're um, out there doing new things. And I mean, look at Carolina, um, who is you know, one of the one of the um, Queen sisters. She's um, she she was ahead of the game. She, within a few days of lockdown, she's come up with a whole new concept. And I'm part of um, her accountability group. And um, she's um, she's whipping us into shape. So there's um, I've um, come up with a few new ideas myself. And um, it's exciting. And then again, I don't have to run them by anybody else. They're, um, I can do what I like. So it's exciting. Yeah, the whole concept of this podcast has, has been created because I've had the time to to reflect. So I agree with you. There's been there's going to be lots of opportunities that arise from from this time that we've all had. Sort of, and I'm certainly not watching Netflix. I was I was up till last night studying till about half twelve about just getting this podcast really, really uh, well put together and how to launch it again. Because I've had a, a great podcast before and I just wanted to sort of get it even better this time. Yeah, it's amazing how opportunity comes out of um, unfortunate um, things. And um, obviously this time is unprecedented. So, yeah, you're. Um, it's amazing. I just think obviously it was meant to be. You were obviously meant to meant to have a change and it's exciting. I'm excited for you. Well, change your mind and you can change the world, they say. <laughs> Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for sharing your story. There's been some really, really great insights there. And I think that there will be people who are listening to this that will really resonate with what you said, particularly the need to be with family and friends and, and not have your time dictated by others. So to, for you to have taken control and being independent from the start was was yeah, really it was a bold move but I think you've proved that you're already that sort of person having up sticks very early and, and coming over in your early 20s albeit you only thought it was going to be for four years but you know things change and and you've embraced change yeah it's um I just can't believe how quickly the years have gone by but I'm sure that's the same for everyone else but yeah embracing change um that's a, a big thing yeah I mean I did used to work in in the change management side of things and in, in my um in the, in my roles in the city as well so maybe um that's uh, had an impact on on how I work as well definitely well thanks so much for coming on the show and all the best I hope that you stay safe and things are, are all good with your properties and your tenants and likewise for yourselves and uh, thank you so much for having me Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star iTunes review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and become a member of the inspiring, uplifting, and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.